You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to this breaking news episode. Why do I call it breaking news? You'll find out in a second. As always, I'm your host, Austin. Before we get into tonight's episode, as always, I want to shout out some podcast. Okay, if you guys enjoy podcast, then you guys should check out these podcasts I'm about the list. Check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, who, by the way, I'd like to give a big thank you for their support. Check out the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast. Check out the Fan in the Van podcast. Check out Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, hosted by John Wesley. The Midwest Marks Podcast, hosted by Elijah. Check out the Two Mexicans and One Mike Podcast. Check out The Hill Truth, hosted by Ted the Hillbilly Hill, my good friend. Check out the Kung Fu, excuse me, (laughs) the Kung Fu Review. Say that three times fast. But yes, check out the Kung Fu Review. We got some new podcasts to mention tonight. Check out the South Bridge podcast. Check out the Cigar Store Idiots podcast. And if you like writing, if you're a writer or you enjoy anything about writing, check out Christine. She hosts your Daily Writing Habit podcast. So if you're an expiring writer, please check out her podcast. Check out the I Seen It podcast. Check out the Fandalorians podcast. By the way, I will be having the Fandalorians on my podcast here soon. We've been talking. I'm going to get them on an episode here shortly. But yes, check out the Fandalorians. And last but certainly not least, check out the Hashing It Out podcast. Also, check out Buzzing with Marlowe, hosted by Warren Marlowe. You may remember Warren from an episode I did a while back. Great guy. Great podcast. But yes, check out all these podcasts I just listed down below. You could find all these podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you stream your podcast.
I'd also like to thank the podcast community real quick. You know, um, I've met a lot of people doing podcasting in the last two years. I've met a lot of fans of wrestling. And I've met a lot of people that do podcasts of different genres. And I'll tell you, right now, I like to thank the podcast community because without you guys being so supportive, uh, this podcast would not be where it is today. And I don't just thank the podcast community. I thank the listeners, you guys who listen to my podcast weekly all the time and appreciate it. I appreciate it because without you guys, I probably wouldn't be doing this. As always, I say this started out as a hobby. You know, it started out as just something to do. Just something because I was bored. Because I needed a hobby at the time. So I thought, hey, I love wrestling. You know, why don't I get into something new? And honestly, this has become so much fun. It's become more than a hobby. Podcasting makes me want to do more it gives me a reason to basically get out of bed you know I get to do what I love and that's talk about wrestling I get to share my opinion with you guys and whether you disagree or you agree with me you know that's why I enjoy it because we can discuss these things but I have met so many great podcasters you know, the podcast that I just listened, uh, just, excuse me, that I just listed a second ago, you know, all these podcasts that I mentioned are people that I associate with almost daily. And these guys are very supportive of me and my podcast, and I do the same for them. You know, it's almost like we're a podcast family. We look out for each other. So I'd like to give a big thank you to those who support my podcast, all you guys that listen. Thank you so much. But tonight's episode, guys, breaking news. You know, we talked about in the last episode, the summer of CM Punk. We said it has just begun. Well, shockingly, CM Punk is now injured. And requires surgery. Meaning he will be out. For a good while. Also meaning he will have to relinquish. His AEW world title that he just won. This past Sunday. From Hangman Adam Page. I was excited for, you know, CM Punk winning the title. I wished at all the possibilities. We talked about this, how cold this was. It's shocking that his reign ends this quick. The news broke earlier that CM Punk had an announcement, you know, um, which had many fans like myself speculating that he could possibly be retiring. So I tuned into Rampage. 
which I'll be honest with you, I rarely ever get to watch Rampage. I find Dynamite more exciting than Rampage, just because Rampage is a few more hours longer than... No, Dynamite is a few more hours longer than Rampage. Sorry, I get too confused, you know. So much wrestling nowadays, right? But anyway. I just, I watched Dynamite more than Rampage. But tonight, I decided to tune in and see what all the buzz was about. CM Punk walked down to the arena. And you could tell something was wrong. You know, you knew something was off. He, he just didn't, didn't look himself. And all of a sudden, he burst into tears. So right then and there, you know, I knew something was wrong. And I thought for sure he was going to retire tonight. Just the, the look on his face, it, you know, you, it said something was wrong. And then he says, you know, you want the good news or the bad news? And he tells us that he has to require surgery. Now, yes, this sucks because he has just won the world title. We have spent years, years and years of not seeing CM Punk in a wrestling ring. And now he finally wins the world title. Now his reign is coming to an end. This quickly. But. There's also some good news to this. And that good news is that he can still wrestle. The good news is that this is not the end of CM Punk. We are going to get more of CM Punk. So, there's hope. You know, there there is hope. And I wish CM Punk a speedy recovery. This is crazy. I did not expect this. Um, there was no news leading up to this, like, last few days, we didn't hear nothing about an announcement from CM Punk, and then it was announced today, I believe. So, there is some light at the end of the tunnel, you know, CM Punk, he'll go through surgery, he'll recover, he'll come back. Him being... You know, older now, it may take a little while longer for him to recover. But this also gives him some time to, you know, get back in the gym, get healthy, and come back better than ever. And, you know, get that real title back. And hopefully we see a different title reign. We could see a healthier CM Punk. And we can get the rain that we were hoping for. Because like I said in the last episode, the man deserves it, guys. And when we deserve it as fans, because we, we like I said, we have spent so many years of being away from CM Punk.
But all in all, like I said, I wish CM Punk a speedy recovery. I wish him the best. And I hope he stays healthy. Um, as far as the AEW championship goes, I heard from what I've read that they will crown a new champion soon. If I had to guess on who that would be, I would say MJF. Or if Hangman returns, or maybe even possibly Kenny Omega, because I've heard that Kenny Omega, you know, was supposed to return soon. But with the promo, the promo MJF cut this past Wednesday, you gotta think they're gonna put the title on him soon. Assuming that he gets this contract situation, you know, resolved. Hopefully. Hopefully we get something. But with the promo he cut this past Wednesday, it had the fans that that normally boo him walking to the arena because it's a hill cheering him as if he was a baby face. That's how good this promo was. This is by far the best promo I think MJF has cut. Now, he did, when he feuded with CM Punk, he did cut a good promo. The promos are great between the both of them. But this promo itself, it just, it sounded so heartfelt. You know, he spoke his mind. And I know many of you are talking about whether this is a work or a shoot. Okay, this started out as a shoot, you know, in the beginning when he left, you know, the meet and greet. But now, Tony Khan has turned this into a work. It's kind of genius. And it kind of puts you, you know, it kind of takes you back to that, the Attitude Era with McMahon and Stone Cold. Now, I don't know if we'll get something similar to that rivalry. But I believe things are going to heat up. This definitely seems like they're taking a real-life situation and turning it into something that the fans can enjoy. They even went as far as taking his name off the AEW website. So when you search MJF's name... It will not come up. Um, so this this is interesting, you know. Um, yes, they like I said, they definitely turn this into something. Something that we can sink our teeth into as fans. Something to get us invested even more into MJF and get you invested into AEW. They're calling this the MJF pipe bomb, similar to what CM Punk did back in the day with the famous CM Punk pipe bomb. I think this is the best pipe bomb 
in AEW history. And people are talking, you know, they're saying maybe they should turn MJF babyface after this. Because with everything that's going on right now, after the pipe bomb he cut, yeah, they could turn a babyface, but it, it, I don't think it would work. You know, he's put too much work in as a heel. Plus, you would have to turn Tony Khan heel if they go that route. And everybody loves Tony Khan, so I, I, I don't see them, t you know, going that direction. But Tony Khan being the fan he is, you never know. You know, he could he could do something outside of the box. So that's one theory of how this situation could go. They could, you know, they can go full throttle with this and this could be like an Austin McMahon type feud. Or, you know, there's also that theory of what if, what if this whole thing was just a big giant work to start a rivalry, like, you know, an Austin McMahon feud from the get-go. Because, like I said in the last episode, do you really see MJF's character working in WWE? I don't. And I even said, if, if MJF is smart, he will stay in AEW. He will stay a heel because that character will not fly in WWE. And I gave many reasons for that. So what if this whole time... What if Tony Khan told MJF to leave the meet and greet on Saturday? What if this whole contract dispute does not exist? What if... What if this is all planned to get us fans invested. It's a possibility, you know, I could see it. The fact that Tony Khan would go as far as taking MJF's name out of the roster page and turning this supposed shoot into a complete work, it does make you wonder. And the fact that MJF would go along with it, come out and cut this promo, and the fact that they gave him a mic on live TV makes you wonder, was this a work from the beginning? Because not like I said, now they're even taking it as far is taking his name off the roster page. You know, they want us fans to buy into this. You know, they want to get us as invested as possible. So, I, you know, I feel like this was a shoot in the beginning. In the back of my mind, that's how I feel. But now, when I look further into this, I feel like we've been put on. You know, I feel like this was a work from the beginning 
and Tony Khan is a freaking genius. You know, I, I, I feel like Tony Khan knows what he's doing. MJF being the hill he is, and he's a very intelligent person, I feel like, you know, him and Tony Khan are putting us over. I could be wrong, but I damn sure could be right, guys. I don't know. But it does make you wonder. It would be shocking for MJF to leave AEW. But it would be more shocking for Tony Khan to let MJF, one of his biggest stars, leave AEW. So I feel I feel like this, you know, if it is a shoot, I hope it gets resolved. You know, and if this was a work, then it's damn good because MJF, you know, he poured his heart out on that microphone. He talked about, you know, Tony Khan, if I was an ex-WB guy, would you treat me better? Referencing the fact that Tony Khan, he signs a lot of these older WWE guys that come over. So, like I said, work or shoot, it's genius. You know, we've seen WWE do this before. They, t- they take real-life situations and they turn them into something. And it's always cool because in pro wrestling, when you can take a real-life situation and turn it into something, the fans are more invested to it because they know there's actual heat. Like with the, for example, with the Edge and Matt Hardy and Lita situation. Lita cheating on Matt Hardy with Edge. And then WWE, they take that and they turn it into a storyline. So the fans are more invested invested into it because they know this happened for real. You know, this is real. And that that's the storylines you want because a lot of the storylines nowadays, especially with WWE, you can't get invested to in into. And I'll use another example. A dumb storyline that nobody knew was true. Like nobody believed was true was when Kurt Angle had a son, and that was Jason Jordan. Nobody could buy into that storyline because everybody knew, you know, this is bullshit. It's ridiculous. But when you take those real-life situations like the, you know, the Matt Hardy and the Edge and the Lita situation, you, you can easily buy into that. So I think what AEW is doing right now is genius. You know, if this is a real life situation and this is real and they can take that and turn it into something, 
this could go down in history as like the biggest work in AEW history for many many years to come you know when you look at this later on in the next 10 years you can think wow AEW really pulled that off I definitely, like I said, I definitely don't see Tony Khan losing MJF. I don't see it. But who knows? But I am so invested in the storyline. That's all everybody's been talking about. Like I said, this is the best promo MJF has cut. Um, I hope to see more. I hope to see more of this whole, you know, side of MJF. But I hope that they keep him a heel. Like I said, I, I, I don't want to see MJF as a, a baby face because he's put so much work into being the heel. People love him as the heel. So while this is, if this is a, a real-life situation, they need to try their best into keeping MJF the heel. Because if they keep... You know, MJF on the mic, and he keeps talking about how bad Tony Khan is. People are going to turn against Tony Khan, and I don't know. I just, I would much rather see MJF a heel. Kind of hoping they don't go the Austin McMahon route if they do take it to that level, because it's been done. But all in all, it's interesting. You gotta give AEW credit, guys. You gotta give Tony Khan credit. He knows what he's doing. Because he's not a businessman. He's a businessman, but he's not, you know, he's a fan too. He was a fan of pro wrestling before anything. And that's the type of people you need in your business are are people that, that know the product. Instead of your big Hollywood writers. That's the type of people you need. But anyways, guys. Uh, enough talk of that brilliant promo. Enough talk of MJF right now. In other news. WWE. They are, inter- they are interested in big casts. It has been reported that Big Cass is now done with Impact Wrestling. And there's been rumors that WWE, they have interest in signing Big Cass again. And I'm hoping they do. Because Big Cass looks to be in great shape. We've seen him on Dynamite. He looks to be healthy. He looks to be focused. And I would like to see him on WWE again and actually get a good push this time. He was supposed to get a a good push before he got fired in WWE, but that did not happen. You know, Big Cass was going through some stuff. 
but it seems like he's got it he's got it figured out. I think Big Cass was in a dark place at a bad time. You know, he he's talked about it before with his depression and alcoholism. There's several interviews of Big Cass talking about what he's been through. But I feel like he deserves a big return. Um, I'm, I would be definitely be glad to see him in WWE again. Not saying that he shouldn't have been in Impact Wrestling. But Impact Wrestling nowadays, um, it's not something I can get behind. AEW and WWE are like the two bigger promotions. WWE and AEW are like the, you know, the major leagues. You know, in my opinion, at least. I don't know how you guys stand on that. But that's just my opinion. But I would like to see Big Cass return. Now, there's no news on if Enzo would join him. We all know that Enzo got fired as well due to sexual assault allegations. That was proven to be false, though. So there's always that good chance we could see Enzo and WWE again. To be honest, I didn't care for Enzo's uh, run as a singles competitor. He, you know, he didn't have a lot of experience in the ring when he was on the main roster. You could tell, you know, he wasn't. He was good on the mic. He, you know, the mic skills are amazing. But as for athleticism in the ring, forget about it. But I'm a fan of Enzo because the guy can talk. I've always said if I can get behind somebody that cuts a good promo, I can get behind him. So, But there's no news on whether Enzo will return with Cass. I think that Big Cass was a singles competitor in Impact. I don't think him and Enzo were a team in Impact Wrestling. Or if Enzo was ever Impact Impact Wrestling. Like I said, I don't watch it. I do know that they had a little brief run in Ring of Honor as a team. With Enzo going under Enzo, but spelled different, NZO. And Big Cass going under Big Cass XL. So if I hear anything else, I will let you know. But the fact that, you know, Big Cass is done with Impact, you know, we, we could see a, a return soon. I know that WWE would, would love to have a next big signing right after Cody Rhodes. They would probably love to get him before AEW does. There's always that possibility of Big Cass going to AEW or going to Ring of Honor, you know, when they do the relaunch. Because keep in mind, Tony Khan, he now owns Ring of Honor now. So some of you might even say, you know, Tony Khan, he has the upper hand when it comes to signing these new guys. WB, they got Cody Rhodes and that was big, but what can they do next? 
could they get Big Cass? Or would Big Cass even be willing to sign with WWE given everything that's happened? Given how he got fired? Hopefully he's mended everything. But we'll see. But it's exciting. I'm more happy that Big Cass is out of that dark place. You know, depression is real. Mental health needs to be taken care of. That's important. Just good to see him healthy, you know. Whether you see him in WWE or not, just glad that he's healthy. In other news, guys, real quick. I just want to tell you, this episode was not planned. Like I said, this is breaking news. This this whole thing with CM Punk, it was not planned. I was, you know... Gonna gonna wait two weeks to release another episode. But with everything happening with MJF cutting that promo like he did. And CM Punk being injured. And having to have surgery. I didn't want to wait two weeks to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it now while it's still fresh. While it's still fresh and people were still talking about it. Shocking news, I know, but like I said, we will see CM Punk again. We will see him wrestle again. This isn't the end of the tunnel. This is light at the end of the tunnel, if anything. But I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know this is a little... A little out of nowhere type episode, but hope you guys never get tired of hearing my voice. Sometimes I get tired of hearing my voice, but <laughs> but whatever. I will be having the Fandalorians on my show. We start recording Sunday. So that will be definitely exciting. I have talked to other podcasts about collaborating, so I will have some new guest on my show soon. I will be honest, you know, um, a few months ago, I kind of fell off the podcasting. I didn't release an episode for a whole month. I was, I was going through some stuff myself mentally. Like I said, mental health is a, a real thing. And I kind of, the people I, I should have had on, on my podcast... I didn't reply to them. You know, they 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 messaged me and they said, you know, when when are you gonna have me on your show? And I just I didn't reply. So now, you know, I want to make a comeback and I want to get these people that I promised to be on my show, get them on my show, and get them recognition, get them the recognition they deserve. Some of the podcasts that I listed in the beginning of this episode, you know, all these podcasts they deserve recognition because they are. Great podcast. These are great people that host these podcasts. And they deserve it, you know. When you have a podcast, it is so hard to get recognition. It's so hard to get your name out there. And, you know, that's why I want to show as much support to any podcaster. Because that's all we want is some recognition. And these few people that I that I mentioned... 
these guys are so supportive and we, we look after one another, you know, with podcasting, we share each other's episodes. It's almost like a podcast family to me. So if you if you have a podcast out there and you need a shout out, please message me on Twitter at Austin Boyer 25. My Twitter handle is Bray Wyatt Fan 24. You know, because everybody knows I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. But uh, anyway, please do not hesitate to message me. I will shout out your podcast. I, I will be doing podcast shout outs weekly. And I will be, you know, giving you guys some more episodes within the next week or so or two weeks or whatever. Um, would like to take a break here soon. I think after Hell in a Cell, if something happens at Hell in a Cell, I will, you know, break that news. If something big happens, if not, you probably won't be getting an episode within the next few days. But I will be back the week after. So we will see what happens Sunday. There's a lot of speculation. Bray Wyatt could return. I don't know. Bray Wyatt, Wyatt 6, Wonder Rotunda, whatever you want to call him. But we'll just have to wait and see. Tune in Sunday. I want to sell. It's going to be exciting, guys. But thank you all for listening. Have a great day. God bless. And I will see you guys either Sunday or within the next week or so. Everybody be safe. Like I said, God bless you all. Thank you all for listening. And have a great night.